Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. Welcome back to the podcast. If you haven't already, um, go and listen to the last uh, episodes, the first in uh, three. And uh, this is the discussion with the uh, Admire Mudangwe, who is a product strategist and uh, experienced investment banker and div- in digital consulting as well. Let me know what you think so far and remember to tune in into the next episode to hear the conclusion of the conversations. So without further ado, enjoy the listening and let's get into the conversation. I was listening to, I think it was Bob Proctor or someone who, again, coming back to the concept that uh, there's uh, things that were created on the earth and man is, uh, has got authority over it. In the sense that if, if you look at all the creatures and everything that is on earth, it's only man who has actually the ability to be able to change yeah. The course of their direction, Correct. you know, Correct. which means it is possible from wherever position that anyone is, yeah. it is possible for them to make a conscious decision to actually change their Correct. direction exactly. by just visualizing what it is that they would like to see Correct. in the future happen and change from now. Absolutely. No other creature on earth is able Can to do, do that. that. If you look at the, the birds or the animals yeah. or whatever, yeah. they live in their environment and that, that's where they can always be. They can't change anything else. Absolutely. So, 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 so mm. theologians will use the concept of, of free moral agency. Yeah. That it is only man who is given a free moral agency or choice. Choice. The ability yes. to choose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what man has got. Now, you say, oh, but we just find circumstances and things happening to ourselves. No. Mm. No. 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 That's very true. This is a deep conversation. <laughs> Because, I mean, you will find people who will actually go to, to the extent, I don't know whether it, it is radical, but if you actually strip it down, it, it, it probably might end up to be true to say anything that is happening in everyone's life mm-hmm. is, is actually their own cause. Yeah, it is. So, it is you know, cause. whatever it is, it could be illness, it yep. could be poverty, yep. it could be whatever, it is... Um, uh, our own cause, but it may be coming from a point of view of uh, um, what would you call ignorant or not knowing or not having the information that that it is. So it is from an unconscious point of view, but but it is in a way, and it, it works on both fronts. Yeah. I mean, you you you've, you've probably seen there are people who are really wealthy or they have money, mm. but they, they don't know how they, they actually got to be that way yep. because it came from my point of view of unconscious. You're doing the right things, but not knowing, not knowing that you're doing the right things. Correct. Yeah, Correct. And, and that's why when you get to know you're doing the right things, you can actually accelerate your, your, your performance or, or your worth. So in the same way, you can land into doing the wrong things uh, in an unconscious way. But when you now begin to realize and understand and obtain that knowledge, it then becomes a point that if you continue doing the things that you're doing and you're getting the same results, it's now a conscious 
thing that is happening to you. The thing, I love God so much and mm-hmm. I love his word. Alex, mm-hmm. the whole principles of life, yeah. they are all in the Bible. When I say all, I mean A-L-L, all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. I used to feast on motivational speaking like a, like no man's business. <laughs> I've, I've, I've read books. I have followed podcasts in a big way. I think that was in my formative university and post-university. Yeah. And I can tell you in no uncertain terms that all those principles that those guys share, yeah. they're in the Bible. In the Bible. All of them. Mm-hmm. They're extracting them from there. Yeah. They, oh. they then simplify them and scientific, but and, and, and they, they, they put the spin on there on the scientific, you, you, this, the neurology, you cha- this. You can challenge me on every single concept and there's a scripture for it. Yeah. Right. So I said, okay, fine. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down to the source yeah. and establish it myself. Whether it's money, whether it's health, whether it's what? All the principles. Mm. Not too long ago, I shared with somebody, for example, right? It says uh, uh, they're talking of wealth. Okay? Yeah. And this one of the first principles, one of the core principles is that for you to become wealth, you need to be philanthropic. Yeah. To give. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> what does the Bible say, right? Yeah. It says that uh, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. Because it gives you a joy and a happiness in you. They go to the extent, I was listening to, what's his name? Billionaire, uh, uh, software guy. Bill uh, Gates. Bill right? Gates. Yeah. yeah. Said, okay, yeah, you need to give, you know, philanthropic at least, you know, 10% of your wealth. Okay. Yeah, but then in order to give, you must have in the first place. <laughs> Not, no, it's the display. The display. That's yeah. where we lose it. Mm-hmm. Even if you have got 10 pounds, yeah. give a pound. Yes, exactly. If but, you have but, got a pound, yeah, but, give ten. <clears throat> yes, exactly. I mean, when when, when you look and, and again, this is something that I, I get to talk about o- over time. When you look at the seven stages, I mean, if you if you read this um, ebook, the richest man in Babylon, right? Uh, it it gives like a set of uh, they call them like the the seven principles mm-hmm. of uh, you know making your purse fatter than leaner, right. you know, and and. Uh, one of the, the the first stages, I mean, you get to, to giving, but there's a lot of disciplines. A lot of the stuff is about discipline. Yep, so it, it, it talks about, for example, um, whatever you earn, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. first of all, you keep some. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, in here it talks about keeping like a, a, a just a tenth yep. of what you spend. Yep. If, you, if you have 10 coins, you know, keep one yep. and use the nine to spend on your necessities yep. and wants. Yep. Yeah? Yep. If you continue doing that, you'll find that your, your purse and things start to, start to fatten. That's yep. how, how yep. they call it. Correct. But again, coming back to what you're saying, that is the discipline of doing that because when you when you move to step two it then talks about controlling your spending Mm -hmm. which means you have to you also need to develop the spending of living within the nine of the because you've served the one live within the nine and it it, it mentions an interesting concept which in in there it doesn't say how it actually happens but Mm -hmm. there is in in a weird way when you start living within the nine Mm -hmm. You find that within that confine, yeah. you still manage to cover everything. 
in a big way yeah. and, 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 and stay with the change. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and things still happen in Absolutely. that particular way. So how does, that, how does that happen? But if you get into that discipline, you know, say you get to do that over, I mean, I was calculating the other time that even if you had to spend, you know, 20 or 50 pounds or whatever for the last uh, 10, 20 years, it begins to be a significant sum, yeah? Correct. But you will find that if you did that, there would have been no specific change in the your lifestyle and everything that you did, you know? So discipline is a very is it, important so, so word. When, 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 when you look at... Uh, I, I like that concept, right? Mm. So, so, but that concept has got its origins in the Bible. Yes. It's in Babylon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so, so when... when, when when it actually starts in the book of Genesis, when Adam, yeah. Abraham, sorry, uh -huh. uh, he, he he fought a battle, yeah. and when he when he fought a battle, mm -hmm. uh, he won that battle. And yeah. when he won that battle, as he was coming back, he met an angelic being of some sort, yeah. Melchizedek, yeah. a priest. It says the Most High Priest coming from the presence of God. Everything. Yeah. And Adam gave him Abraham gave him a tenth yeah. of what he had received from there. Right? Yeah. Uh -huh. And then over the course of the period, then it became what the Bible calls tithing. Yeah. Even it became the laws yeah. but given by Moses to the children of Israel that for all the first fruits of your harvest, mm -hmm. you give them over to God yeah. as a sacrifice. As a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And then that became a principle yeah. that to which then they did. <clears throat> and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. That's why the Jews are super rich. Yeah. Those guys, because they live these principles, principles yeah. day in day out. There's a book that I'll I'll, I'll recommend that on audio that I recommend you, you 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 go through. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Yeah. And these things are honed. These kids are taught at home. Yeah. You know, just like you know when when we teach our children, you know, wash your hands before you eat. Yeah. These principles are indoctrinated to them as a mm -hmm. way of life. Of way of life. And then they grow up. <clears throat> on that basis and mm -hmm. no wonder why their mindset is different yeah. because they, they'll, they'll be told look the bible uh, what do they call it? the torah says this yeah. that's what god is, uh, expects us to do and then they leave those principles so i'll, I'll rush back to what i was saying bill gates was saying mm -hmm. philanthropic 10 percent mm -hmm. find a cause to give they call yeah. it philanthropic but the bible calls it time yeah. so i'm just trying to demonstrate the principle that all these principles yeah. all they're extracted from the bible yeah is there but because God is true to his word, is bound by his word, mm -hmm. he respects it, irregardless yeah. of who is applying that person. It can be a righteous person. Yeah. It can be a very unrighteous person. Yes. But because God respects his word, he will not break his word, yeah. irregardless of who the person is. Mm -hmm. So, what does that mean? I'll give you an example. You know, Cain... Gives a sacrifice, Abel gives a sacrifice. Mm. Uh, Cain is disappointed, is angry. God says, Look, Cain, I, I don't have any intention of denying your sacrifice. Why don't you just go and do what your brother has done? Yeah. In other words, I'm giving you a second chance. Just yeah. do the right thing and I'll respect my word. But yeah. obviously, Cain decided not to. To, to keep that. To keep that, right? Yeah. And then he says, and he kills, and he kills Abel. And God says, Okay, fine, I'm going to chase you. And then Cain cries and says, okay, uh, now people will kill me when they see me, da 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 da, da. Then says, okay, fine. I'm a God who respects my word. Then he puts a mark on him that yeah. no one should touch you or kill you. Th that's the type of a God that we worship. 
He's a yeah. God who is bound by his word, irregardless of yeah. who does it and who does not do it. It forces us again back to look at the principles of life mm-hmm. based on the word. This is an observation mm-hmm. I've made, rightly or wrongly. <clears throat> I've found out that a healthy person can go to a doctor today yeah. and they're told, you are unwell. Mm-hmm. The results are showing us that you've got this, 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 this. Yeah. And then they come back. Mm-hmm. The speed at which they deteriorate yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But this person was okay. Oh, it's okay. Before they went to the doctor. So what has changed? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me, Alex. <laughs> what would have changed? <laughs> so I go to the yes. doctor today. Yeah. I come back, <clears throat> I've got this bill. Oh, for this. Oh, we need them to do this. And then the MRI and, this, and all this. And then I come back. And then for the next, my cave just goes down like this. Yeah. It does not stay static. It goes down. It just exponentially like that and 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 you've seen this in uh, quite a number of 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 cases i mean you you find uh, i think there was some more (laughs) politicians even like in the in the uk parliament like Mm. mps they found to have been doing some dodgy things uh, and all of a sudden uh, the whole thing has uh, you know tainted their reputation and they deteriorate, they find, uh, you know, they, they get some illness or mental or whatever, and they deteriorate fast just because they've, they've now gotten into a different mindset to, to, to what they were. So, but, but the concept that you've mentioned also works the other way. If you can take a, a person who is not well, go to the doctor and they tell them, oh, you are now good. Even, even when they are not, you can find that they are... <laughs> Uh, they can also accelerate and be well. So, yes, it, it again demonstrates this concept that it's all in the mind. It's, it's all in the mind. But, you know, having analyzed, understood that, why is it still difficult for people to actually grasp and make those changes? Is, is it like uh, these, these guys were explaining that it's the battle between the body and your physical or past experiences and the future not being real in a way, which, which stops people from, from being. Because uh, people, when, when they understand these concepts, they, they get thrown into the, the reality because the reality is they still have to pay those school fees, they have to find money to pay those bills and all that. But if, if, you, if you believe in, in something for which there is no immediate, you cannot see immediately how you're going to achieve it. My view, and this has been studied a number of times, is it doesn't matter. Just stay in the course. I mean, if, if you look at um, this book by Napoleon Hill, the, the 13 principles of uh, uh, the, called Think and, and Grow Rich, the, this richest guy who, who uh, gave him the opportunity, in, in order for him to, um, Carnegie, for, for him to, to actually uh, take him, he, he asked him this question and he only gave him like 30 seconds to answer to say, if you had an opportunity for which you will receive no payment or reward for the next 20 years, would you take it? Yeah. 
And that is the determining factor, really, because for us people, we are looking for immediate gratification. And also we are looking at, you know, where, you know, how are we going to survive and live? But if we just took a moment to just have our idea and believe in it, which is where the faith comes in, and stick to the cause, this is where we get to be um, receptive to the opportunities and the things that happen and are, are coming around. And that is where, in the end, you actually get to create this mental and visual image of where you see yourself being. You know what I would yeah. say? I would say to you, Alex, mm-hmm. the Bible says, men shall not live by bread alone. Mm-hmm but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Okay. Yeah. Let's just break that scripture to its simple bits. Yeah. Men shall not live by bread alone. In other words, men shall not live by the materialistic yeah. things that they see. Mm-hmm. God, God is not just talking about you know uh, of his bread. No, <laughs> it's deeper than that. So men shall not live <laughs> by the things that they see. Only. Essentially, the material things. So, in other words, men shall not live by the derivative. Yeah. But men should live by the word which brings yeah. the derivative. The derivative. That is where our problem. Because we want to live on the form. Yeah. We want to, if it's work-wise, we want to live by the bank account that I'm seeing, by a monthly salary that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't want to live by the word, i.e. the promise, i.e. faith, i.e. the visualizing the of the things that are to come beyond what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is the folly of man. Yes. Why? Because we have been conditioned yeah. since birth yeah. to live that way. And now it, it, it will take a de-radical, uh, what do you call it? Call it uh, de-radicalization yes. you know, you know, <laughs> of some sort. Yeah. Almost a brainwashing. Because th- there's, there's a struggle, Alex, between yeah. the seen world yeah. In the unseen world. And the unseen. So the seen world for us is the five senses. Right? Yeah. Where things that we see, hear, smell, touch. Yeah. See, what we don't see is more real than what we see. Yeah. But unfortunately, we believe more on what we see than what we do we not don't see. see. Without the realization that what we do not see is the things that is manufactured in what we see. Yeah. So if you go back to the source, you would have uprooted this cancer completely. Completely, and yes. Yeah. That is where, yeah. where our biggest problem mm. is. Look at the greatest innovator. Yes, oh, absolutely. I mean, that, that's, that's where um, a lot of the inspiration comes from. If you look at a lot of them, there's, there's something weird. And I think it's this thing of being prepared to almost be ridiculed or... To, to flow against the gradient Correct. because a lot of the people that you meet and get to converse with yeah. and they are 
in the same conditioning like everybody else, Correct. when they see or hear you talk about something that is different, yes. you appear to be someone who is weird or, you know, thing. but if you get into a state whereby you are in a good zone and all of that doesn't matter and yeah. you can wash over it because yeah. your faith is that strong, Correct. but you also understand something that is deeper than them. That is the state that you need, you need to be Correct. because it's that state which will take you beyond this uh, immediate sort of conditioning okay. and grounding. Right. Now, yeah? let's, let, let's look at <clears throat> The Bible talks of Abraham. Yeah. Being the father of faith. Yeah. That's what the Bible talks about. So in other words, Abraham is he demonstrated the epitome of faith. Yeah. And all these things, all these scriptures, and they are written for us as, as examples, as case studies yeah. of what how we should live life and be able to. So now Abraham, let's just dramatize this a bit. <laughs> Abraham comes from work. Yeah. Goes to the wife and he says, you know what? God has spoken to me. Mm -hmm. And he says, we've got to leave this place. You know, I, I was talking to my wife around like that. Said, yeah. God has told me that um, we've got to leave UK. Yeah. So I've actually handed in my resignation today. Yeah. So we are leaving. We are leaving. Where are we going? <laughs> so and we need to take the kids out of school as well. Yeah. So where are we going? God, God will show me where we are going. She'll be like, you pick up your phone, mm. phone your sister, phone Taurai, phone your relatives, phone social services. This guy is lunatic. He's, he is beside his mind. He's he, gone he, mad. He's gone mad. Yeah. Then, so I've booked the tickets already. We're just catching the next available flight. Yeah. Where, where? Wherever God is living. Hey, this is what Abraham had to do yeah. with his family. Yeah. He was going to a destination that he did not know. No. Yeah. But what was the promise? God had said to him, I'll give you a land. Mm -hmm. uh, your, 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 your children shall feel the stars of the earth. They shall be like sand. You know? yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm taking you somewhere where you're going to create your own country. Pretty yeah. much. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. And then he moves. He drags his family around. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they go. And then they keep going. I can imagine how frustrated the wife was. Yeah, you know what I mean? like... Throughout, throughout. So I was just, you know how women are sometimes. Right? Mm. You know, yeah. I said, look, sometimes we are trying to do things. Right? Just follow. Yeah. Just follow it's, the It's point. not clear to me yeah. what the end shall be, but I know there's something there. It's something. Let's just keep going, right? Yeah. Ride on my faith, at least. Mm. <laughs> and I, I, I guess in, in that context as well, <laughs> the understanding of the... The partners as well is crucial because along that journey, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything is go is gonna be okay. You may go through, you you'll be tested a lot, a lot. And if if someone is not is not supportive and and in those moments they say, I told you so, I told you so. But uh, and and this is where I mean, when you look at the thirteen principles, one of the thirteen principles is enthusiasm. Yeah. And in this enthusiasm, that's where it talks about the importance of the partner, like the uh, the wife or whoever companion that that you have. Because in the moments that you you get tested and your enthusiasm is low, you rely on them to actually support. pick you up and support you. And 
you know, to, to get you to stay the course and say, you know, we can't do this, you know, this is just a temporary setback, let's do this, let's do that. And that is the, the, the power of the companion of, or, or, you know, whoever it is. They, they have a very significant power in the success of, uh, see, of I, the I like whole that, concept. I like the principle of yeah. companionship. Yeah. One of the perfect examples mm-hmm. is... is when Jesus Christ was here on earth and yeah. with the disciples, yeah, you always on all occasions, yeah, when he was instructing the disciples to go out, yeah, and witness and preach and whatever, he says, "Go in twos." In twos, exactly. Never go on your own, exactly, because you need encouragement, you yeah, need motivation, yeah, along the way. When yeah. your faith fails, yeah. See, but the Bible talks of two is better than one as well, right? Absolutely. You know, that whole concept. Absolutely. So, so that is very, 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 very important. Very, you know, two bits. So even when you look at Abraham's life, to, to your point, it yeah. was never straightforward. Yeah. They go, they stay in a place, Abraham's dead had to die. Yeah. He moved again, yeah. they had a massive scuffle with Lot, right? Yes. And then they had to separate themselves. Yeah. And then as they had separated themselves, then God begins to talk to him again. Yeah. And he says, okay, now look to that side. Look to that side. Walk this whole area. Yeah. This is the land yeah. that I've given to you. The land yeah. of promise. And as he gets that in that land of promise, what happens? Yeah. There's a massive drought in that area. Yeah. There's right. nothing. See, so the promised land <laughs> is going to be zero bank account. Zero, zero, no balance, zero, nothing. Yeah. Completely nothing. I can imagine how upset the wife could have been. Yeah. See, but you told us God, you know. Yeah. And then he had to move out of that land. Yeah. And ended up in Egypt. Mm-hmm. He's leaving the promised land. He goes yeah. into it. So remember, there's a test of character. There's a test of the faith. Yes. So in this particular yes. case, he failed the test. Yeah. Because wow. God has said, this is the land I've given you. Yeah. He failed the test and he moved to Egypt because there was a drought. His faith should have said, God, you said this is the promised land. Yeah. There is drought. It is your responsibility to make sure that there's food here. Otherwise, your name is in disreputation mm. or something like that. But he goes to Egypt. And then as he goes to Egypt, what happens? He mm. goes to Egypt. The Egyptian pharaoh yeah. sees the wife, young, beautiful, mm-hmm. immigrant. <laughs> oh, man, you know, she's a good candidate. And the guy takes that yeah. to be the wife to him. Yeah. And Abraham is asked, who is this? And he says, I... She's my sister. Yeah. Again, he lies. Yeah. Fails the test. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God then had to rescue the situation. Yeah. He had to strike these guys with some sickness or whatever. Yeah. And God spoke to this king, said, do not touch. Mm. Right? This woman, da, 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 da. she comes back, she's mm. brought back with, and he comes so angry to Abraham, said, how would you do this to me? Da, mm. da, da. And then he says, okay, fine, all these gifts, whatever, whatever, get out of my country now. Yeah. All right? He gets out of the country, but he comes out with a maid servant. So Sarah, because she was already in the state house, right, being prepared to then meet the king, yeah. she had been allocated a housemaid. Yeah. So she comes out with a housemaid. housemaid is called Haggai. Yeah. And then they go back yeah. to their land. And as they go back, remember there's still a promise that yeah. you should have children. And this guy's not having any children. Yeah. Then the wife says, ah, you know, forget your plan with your God, man. 
you go and take this girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever she brings forth shall be my 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 my, my son. Yeah. Yeah. So so it meant that this guy it was not that simple that she just said and then Abraham went. No, no, no. Yeah. Maybe the guys Abraham was like but God said the wife says ah that's your problem. Maybe the guy spent two years without bedroom affairs, you know, sanctions, you know, yeah. until you go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finally succumbed and he went. Yeah. And Ishmael was born. Yeah. And then Abraham was excited. He thought, ah, this is it. Ah, this is the inheritance. Yeah. And then God visits him again. And says, now, you are, I said you're going to have a son. With, uh, so, so when she, he took Hagar again, that's, he failed the test. Yeah. Of his faith in God. Ultimately, fast forward, Sarah then had a child. Sarah had a child. Mm. These two began to fight. These two women. Sarah had to get rid of this one. Mm. And ultimately, Ishmael is left. Yeah. He's chased away. That's why there's always this battle between in Israel. Yeah. Middle East. That's why it is what it is. Because you've got two descendants. Yeah. One, one is uh, the Ishmaelites and the other one Afro-Mizek. Yeah. So it, it's death's back from there. And they, they know that and they accept that.